If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Everyone deserves a chance in the driver's seat. For GM and Revolt, that means leading the way on the road to an all-electric future and envisioning a world with zero crashes, zero tailpipe emissions, and zero congestion. GM's committed to making EVs accessible for everybody. That means you too. So what are you waiting for? GM's got the keys. You grab the wheel. Learn more about an all-electric future and the 000 initiative at GM.com. GM, everybody in. Today's dope quote is from Colin Powell, and it's simply this. Have a vision, be demanding. Have a vision, be demanding. Tommy, when you hear that, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Lack of potential. Right. Well, first of all, if you can't visualize it, it can't, you know, it can't come to be. Right. You know, um, second of all, to be demanding of others kind of takes it out of your control, but to be demanding of yourself mm-hmm. puts it in your control, you know, and be demanding of your actions. Be demanding of, of your strategies. Be demanding of your desires. Be demanding of your directions. You know, be demanding of, of things that that require a unity. Yeah. You know, be demanding of commitment. Be demanding of unity. Mm. Be demanding of truth. 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 Welcome to Wow Black, a seriously opinionated podcast, bringing you the real and raw on anything happening while black. If black culture's there, we're there. If you're pissed or empowered, then let's talk about it. Ride with us on this all black everything. Everybody, welcome back to Wild Black. Welcome back. Welcome back. As we normally do, we got another great episode for you. The guest today is amazing. He, This is a brother who I am sure has played a role in your life in multiple capacity. He's been a part of history. He is legacy. This brother, you know, I'm, I'm not even going to go any more of that. Today, we got Mr. Tommy Davidson on the show today. Brother Tommy, welcome to the show, man. <laughs> I started to wonder who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hold on, I'm looking behind me, man. <laughs> so the first thing I want to say is, man, so many people think they know who their favorite celebrity is. We come up with this perception of who the people we watch on TV, listen to on the radio, and watch on film are. And nine times out of ten, we're wrong. Or at least we're short-sighted, right? These people have entire lives that we just are not exposed to. But every now and then, we are blessed to get a bit more information on who they are. Our responsibility is to open up and let that inform how we look at them. And this brother today, actor, comedian, he's done so much stuff, but there's so much more we don't know about him. And so today, that's what we get a chance to dive into a little bit. We're going to talk about his upbringing, his background, his career, his book, Living in Color, that released recently. We're going to get it all today. So with that, Brother Tommy Davis, do you have anything else you want to tell the people? 
Just hello. <laughs> uh, um, uh, <laughs> no, no, you know, you, you, you said a lot. You said a lot. So I just want to say that I'm, I'm happy that we are just sharing information. Amen. Amen. Because we're going into an era where what we share with each other is going to be important. Yeah, that's very yeah. true. And I'm, I'm really interested in your perspective on some of this stuff, especially once the people hear more about your background. Because I was shocked when I heard some of the things that I've heard. And I think, it's, I think it's useful. I think perspective is important. And I can't wait to get into that conversation. But before we get there, we got to jump into our wild black shit. Are you ready, brother? I'm ready. Let's yes. do it. Yes, 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 yes. All right. So wild black shit, our listeners, y'all already know how we get down. Three questions, two amazingly interesting questions. And then the last one is our signature question. So let's jump right into it. Tommy, we are at a barbecue. This is a softball question. Name the three top items, if we at your barbecue, name the three top items that you know is going to be a to-go plate and everybody taking home, <laughs> and it ain't going to be enough of it when you finish the barbecue. What's the top three? Um... I'm gonna say probably macaroni and cheese first. I'm hey, I'm with you. I'm lactose intolerant, but still with you. Mm. Yeah, it's like depending upon you know who makes it. You, know what I mean? <laughs> you got to take that home. Yep. Um, I would say the ri- the ribs. Mm-hmm. The ribs, depending upon who makes it. One hundred beef or pork. Um, you know what I mean. Uh, both. Both. Right. Ooh, now you with me. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you got to go with the baby backs, and you got to go with the beef. You know, it's you know. Hey, yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep, I'm with um, you. Probably, um, probably sweet potatoes would be next. I'm with, I was, I was oh, afraid you about to say chitlins on this. Oh, man, I can't go with that. But sweet, sweet potatoes? Potato. Yeah, sweet I potatoes can get with that. Next. Sweet potatoes go with it. It's stuff that reheats, you know? Yeah. Everything don't reheat right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sweet potatoes so, you know, work you well. With that. You might, they're microwavable. You know what I'm saying? And they're and they all always luscious. Luscious. Um, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Brother, I feel the same way. Luscious. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Delicious. Um, okay. You see, you see, you see, you see that, that, that. Um, if it's any salad left, and it's a good salad, you know, with some yellow and red peppers in there, some nice, you know, carrots in there, some good lettuce, not just... Lettuce, not the one where you spinach. open the bag and you pour out lettuce and shredded carrots and you call it a salad. Exactly, uh-huh. right. that's the American salad. Right, you know I mean? nice. You know that's good. Um, and I'm, I'm trying to think of an essential that you could take home <laughs> and will last. So if anybody, if anybody did some baked beans, that that too, baked beans, and if anybody was brave enough to do some rice for the for that, uh, do the baked beans? Because you could do those, they have ground beef in them? Um, th- that could work. Yeah, that, that could work. But I, I would think that <laughs> that could work. But I would think that diced. I would think that like diced uh, apples, smoked hickory bacon. I'm with you with the bacon. Ooh, I'm, I'm all day. Yeah. Yeah, diced pepper. Diced peppered oh. apple hickory bacon. Oh yeah, thick, yeah. thick too. Yeah, I, I don't eat. Thin, I don't eat pork stick, unless you're talking about bacon yeah. or pork chop or or, or baby or ribs. Bags. Yeah, baby backs. Yep. Pig yep. feet, mm-hmm. bacon. Bacon bits. Yeah, pork. On I mean, salad. Just, but outside of that, I don't mess with no kind of pork. <laughs> none. Yeah, you know, you know <laughs> I don't mess with no pork unless I'm locked in the closet for five days. Then ham. Right, ham. Uh, right, right. Ham, spam, uh, 
deviled ham, you know what I mean? <laughs> Scrapple, you know, he, he started going, well, <laughs> going in. Yeah. Right. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, see, now now I'm starving. All right. Uh, I, I knew that was going to be a question that was going to touch my eye. Uh, and a jerk chicken. Oh, okay. Yeah, my mouth water. Yep. I, yeah, I, I gotta go to question two now before I before I have to leave, <laughs> leave about the heat. Go grab right. something to eat. <laughs> right, 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 right. All right, gonna do a rapid fire uh, nickname edition. So I'm gonna give you a oh, nickname, wow. and you gotta tell me who um, who it is or who it who it. Oh really? Yeah, Dang. Dang. yeah. I just, I, I'm sure. We, we, let's let's All try right. it out. I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Who is the Pope of Soul? For the record, I think this is the hardest one on the list. This, this one. The Pope of Soul. Yeah, this one. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The Pope of Soul. Uh, Luther? No, mm-hmm. not, not Luther. Luther. Okay. Not Luther. All right, I'm very white. We'll, we'll give you <laughs> he, he, he wishes you love, peace, and soul. And soul. Oh, okay. <laughs> the hint gave me the answer. Yeah, that, that is the Pope of Soul. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I knew him, too. Did you? I knew him. Man, that guy loved me, man. <laughs> he was such a great, he was such a great guy. I mean, before I was on Living Color or anything, he he just, he just, he loved how I rolled. Mr. Don Cornelius you know? is somebody yeah. we definitely gonna miss. Don Cornelius, sorry about that. Yeah. Oh, you good? Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. You know, he pulled me to the side, you know, you know, what what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the it's, voice. It's it's not only different, but your the, your future is what you make it because what you're laying out to people. Um First of all, it's coming from you, and it's not going to be coming from nobody else. Mm. Brother, did he, did he really talk like that all the time? Yeah. He said, so that, you concentrate on your business aspect of it as long as you got your business straight. Your, 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 your talent and your artistic side will carry it. Hey, brother, you got that oh, down. Woo. Yeah, you sure did. I'm sitting up here listening like, I'm waiting for the uh, soul on the end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what's up. Right now. Right, you know, coming up right now. <laughs> uh, remember in the Silvers family where their younger brother has a hit. Foster Silver. Let's give it up for Foster Silver. <laughs> yeah. You, man, you played that one, brother. All right. Who is the queen of hip-hop soul? Mary J. There you go. Yeah. There you go. You're the man. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. At participating McDonald's. All right. The king of R&B. Now, this this is a hell of a question. It's a little right bit here. of a trick this, question. This, here, this right? one is... is <laughs> king, king of R&B? King yes, of R&B. Sam Cooke. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm going to go with that one, right? <laughs> What's funny was, I thought it was a trick question, but he trumped everything. Yeah. I was waiting for the joke around Whitney Houston talking about Bobby Brown or, or Jacquees talking about he's the real king. He, I, went, he I, went OG for real, I was, for real. I was thinking R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> well, you trying to get canceled. <laughs> You're trying to get that. Okay. So here, here's why. Okay. At State Farm, we're committed to uplifting black futures. In collaboration with organizations like 100 Black Men and National Urban League, State Farm provides high school students with the opportunity to learn and apply best practice strategies for saving and investing, all while offering academic support, life skills, and exposure to college access programs to prepare these students for life after high school. Check out 100blackmen.org and nul.org to donate and learn more. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Okay. He is 
R&B. She sang, you can only hear gospel. There was rock and roll. Yeah. It was black, but rock and roll was black. True. Uh, so rock and roll was 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 uh, Little Richard, you know, uh, uh, Chuck Berry, mm-hmm. you know, Fats Domino. Yep. You know, that was rock and roll. You know, uh, I found my thrill. Right? That was, you know, that was um, rock and roll, but R&B grew out of the gospel mm-hmm. yep. music because all you could listen to on the radio all blacks would really listen to or allow us to listen to was gospel on the radio yep but gospel got to the point where it was getting so fly that <laughs> you know and, and young people didn't really have anywhere to go unless it was going to go into the juke joint in the back with the rock and rollers you know and and they would or whatever but Sam was only 18 then. And the people that, the stars of gospel were in their 40s. Mm. So Sam joined the Soul Stirrers and he toured because there was tours and all that. And all the, all the, all the hot chicks went to church yep. to see the gospel stars. So Sam said, I'm going to leave the church to do another kind of music. And him and a guy named Bumps Blackwell got together. And he took a song, or what was a, was a gospel song, and he just added the word I love you to it, you know? Hmm. So when he came up with, with darling, you send me, right. yep. he, took white, he took white artists and black artists into the studio and put them together with arrangements, but it had the, had the gospel feel, and came up with you send me. They started calling that. And his, his father said, if you want to leave the church and, and, and you don't want to sing that kind of music, you're not singing religious music no more. You know, you, you singing, um, I forgot what he was calling it, uh, 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 popular music. Secular. I'll just say that now. Just secular yeah. music. Yeah. And he said, okay. Sam's the one. See, Sam, when Sam came through with that, he was also one of the first ones that where blacks were played on the radio mm. to white people, a black sound. Right. Mm. See, rock and roll was different. See? You see, so that was, you know, anytime you hear the older rock and roll, you think of white people like Happy Days with the Breezers. And right. They got the 54 Chevy. Right. Yep. You know, Breeze uh, Flash, I was taking the back. Do you do home on Saturday night? You know, that, all that. Yep. You know what I mean? And Elvis bit that right. from them. That whole rock Elvis bit it and all the whites bit it and it became a white thing. But with Sam, if he's talking about darling, you thrill me. Yeah. You thrill me. I know, I know, I know, I know you thrill me. How I love you, I do. I love you, I do. Love you, I do. That was R&B. He born, he gave birth to R&B. <laughs> hey, hey, so Marvin Gaye, yep, uh, 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 Jackie Wilson, all of them came out of that, and then Wilson Pickett and all them came. Came, you know what I mean? Absolutely. That's what's up. So I think you have just, you have just with your the black card secures hell. It's, shit, it's it's past. It's and I it's am a couple enriched. cards, <laughs> right? Right. I have been and educated. they call it soul music. Yeah, right. He also because they started growing afros in like 67, 68, 69. And so they started calling it soul music. 
see? Yeah. That, I think that's... That, that gave birth to James Brown. Yep. And all I'm going to say it loud, I'm black and I'm proud. You know, all of that stuff was, was was coming out of there. You know, and Sam Cooke... And they wasn't put... Yeah. He's been, and they he's wasn't, been dope. So I, 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 when you 100. said, I was like, man, that's a, it's a debate out here in the world right now. Not no more. I, I think I think you Not just no secured the debate. Had, I'm, I'm with that. Hey, Sam had, a, Sam had a Ferrari, a red Ferrari in 63. Mm, that was a hell of a something, too, boy. She did, boy. All right. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. And it's on record late. He slammed oh, he, the domino on the table with that. He, he really is a king yeah. RB. He, he came up with it. All right, we're gonna, we gonna hit you with a, with some easy ones. Let's let's see how yeah, you I'm gonna go shorter on the answers too. Uh-uh. Gonna be like, no, you know, six hours, man. <laughs> 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 no, nah, that would that that myth needed to be dispelled right there. Right. I mean, so now this we know is about a king learning RB platform. Is. You broke yeah. it down. We appreciate that. Absolutely, king of pop. Right, yep, easy work. The queen of soul. Really? The godfather of soul. Ooh, there we go. Boy. Hey, this is like Yeah, this this <laughs> man, you black card absolutely secured. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> secured. All right. Third question, but this is our signature question. What do you love most about life while black? The potential of it. Hmm. Hmm. There's a lot Damn. inside of that, right? Especially right now. There's a lot, especially because yeah. when when you start talking about the potential of it. And you think about everything that's happening literally right now, supporting Black Lives Matter, Black Lives in general. And we're only beginning to even unlock the tip of of what the potential is. We've moved an entire planet. Literally. That's a dope-ass answer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a dope-ass answer. Well, because, because the reason why I say that is because we know Black Lives Matter. Now, our dimension of it, they understand. See? Mm-hmm. Now, if they understand it, and I'm not talking about all of them, I'm talking about the ones that potentially can change policy. Right. Now, if Congress, I just know that the potential, I say the potential is, I'm very practical. If Congress took one knee and put a kente cloth around their neck, then that's way better than the first Congress that put chains around our neck. Mm, say that. And things have changed. Then that's progress. That's 100% right. See? So anytime I hear black people say, oh, you know, anytime I hear black people say, I ain't seeing that. Okay. Well, what do you like? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Recognize the, you know, recognize the progress right. of what you, you're complaining you, you, about. Are you going to complain? You're going to complain about the Congress that, that, that sanctioned, um, Jim Crow, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that that put into law, you can murder a black man, nothing happened, and make him property. Right. Yep. And all those things. So those are travesties, and those are things that we can't stand, that we loathe, right? Right. So now if we're taking one knee, if they're taking one knee and saying we respect black lives, yeah. then... Get off of Facebook, you guys. Yeah. Uh, talk to him. Yeah. Because someone could say something like that, and you might listen. You might listen. If enough people say that, you might go, yeah. What? What? Yeah. Ah, ah. You know? Yep. 
That's, that's true. That is that is yeah. that, that influentialness of of yeah. Stop listening to that fool who said that. Right. You know, if if that was written on the on the, on the inside of the of, of the bathroom stall, you wouldn't take it serious. Right. But it's the same thing. It's like the public writing something and everybody gets to read it. Wow. The potential. Yeah. So I see somebody, you know, posting. You know, I can't stand that. You know, I can't stand seeing that. I can't stand seeing that. Well, that's cool. How about you put a put a put a give us some balance? I can't stand seeing that. What I like to see is this. Right. Yep. You see, and that gives it context. But I can't stand seeing that. You know, that's about as ignorant as the cop. I can't stand seeing no yeah. black person. It's like I feel like progress isn't perfect, but it's progress. Right. Yeah. All right, well, we'll jump into the dope quote. And, and listeners know that the dope quote is typically out of the mouth of someone black. It anchors the episode. It comes from religion, philosophy, science, mathematics, entertainment, education. It really doesn't matter as long as it means something and it's impactful. And, and I think the, the dope quote for today really embodies what I feel like you have done and continue to do. Oh, wow. Very short, very succinct, and very powerful. Today's dope quote is from Colin Powell. And it's simply this, have a vision, be demanding. Have a vision, be demanding. Tommy, when you hear that, what's the first thing that comes to mind? Black potential. Right. Well, first of all, if you can't visualize it, it can't, you know, it can't come to be. Right. You know, um, second of all, to be demanding of others kind of takes it out of your control, but to be demanding of yourself. Mm-hmm. Puts it in your control, you know, and be demanding of your actions. You know? Be demanding of, of your strategies. Be demanding of your desires. Be demanding of your directions. You know? Be demanding of, of things that that require a unity. Yeah. You know? Be demanding of commitment. Be demanding of unity. Mm. Be demanding of truth. Yeah. Like expect something and demand something yeah. of yourself, the things that you can control and be expected of the future and the impact they create. Right. Yeah. I'm going to be impressed when Colin Powell does a new quote from that. Be demanding about police brutality against blacks. Yeah. It's specific. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You know what I mean? He, is he still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Colin's still alive and he... he... Yeah. So, so, so I'm, I'm expecting that from Colin, mm-hmm. from Oprah. From Bob Johnson. Absolutely. From, yeah, I'm expecting that. Yeah. See? When we start getting that, then, so I'm excited about our potential. Yeah. See, that's our real potential. A good way to tie that back to your points earlier. That makes a lot, that's, that's kind of full circle there. Right. I mean, you see, you see specials about the reality show's reunion. Yeah. Yep. You know, but Oprah, you know, those people have networks. You know, yeah. Do a, do, you know, Barbara Walters would sit up anybody, anything. Whitney, you're on drugs, right, or whatever. You know what I mean? Right. She was unafraid like of her real direct. Yeah, Oprah and the other chick. You know, she got Lisa, the, the track star, or whatever. I mean, the basketball woman. You know, what do you think about Kobe in that? Yeah. But then there's no special that has Pal, Oprah, everybody who's in our eyes significant. Right. That has an opinion, a, a forum. 
Yeah. How about a, a, about a unified opinion? I'm excited about our potential. What do you think is the key to unlocking the potential that we have? Becoming a global nation of own self-determination. That's a strong statement. I like that. Yeah, that's quite, quite We're expensive. Becoming a global nation with their own determination. Like, well, it's not a, it's not a far off, it's not a far off notion. Right. Korea has one. Right. India has one. Vietnam has one. Philippines has one. Ireland has one. And the Irish have one. Yeah. The Germans have one. The Italians have one. Why do you think we struggle there? Because all of those groups that I just named don't have, don't have the whole economic system against them. Right. That global economic system works to their benefit, or at least they're able to take part in right. it. Yeah. It's built from an inclusive standpoint that they, they can tap into right. it and receive the benefits of and from it. Exactly. Yeah. But, but it leaves in Haiti, I don't know about. Right. Yeah. You know, or Liberia. Yeah. That seems like almost, it's almost, you almost get scared when you think about it, you know? Well, what's over there? No. Mm. I ain't going over there because it's big mosquitoes and snakes. You know, whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> As if you're going to be living in the jungle or something. Exactly. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? But they be on Mount Everest partying in Sub-Zero. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're Timberland and all the stuff that we buy, you know? Yeah. Big old coats and they got, you know, coffee and like little urns. And they have to eat, you know, eating smoked salmon. You know what I mean? <laughs> You know what, man? I, I'm sitting up here looking at this quote, and I'm thinking about what you what you mentioned about potential, and it, it almost gave me a, a a view of how can someone have an expansive enough vision to know what's possible, right? Because I, I think about all the the levels of oppression that the, the vast majority of African Americans have experienced for so long. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I think some of that sometimes stifles, you know, your ability to have a vision. You know, like some people live and they don't go outside of five or six blocks. Right. Um, uh. Oppression could potentially stifle vision. W- what would you say to someone who maybe thinking something, but they've never experienced anything outside of their neighborhood or they never experienced anything outside of, you know, this, this let's say, three, four-mile radius of, of where they normally travel because they just don't, they, they haven't been exposed, so they don't know what the possibilities are. Well, that would mean that, would mean that I would have to go individually to it, an individual and, you know, say, you know, walk out. But if it was that simple, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because the ice, the isolation that our communities experience, were constructed and engineered. Correct. Yes. Correct. This was, this was intentional, strategic, and purposeful. Yeah, they were constructed and engineered, so they were within a certain framework of a structure that they built, that that white America has built around them. They're almost like they're almost like. Um, work concentration camps, mm-hmm. you know, and when, you, when I say concentration camp, I don't want you to picture like being gassed and stuff like that. Right. A concentration camp, like that's just what that, what they felt like doing to the people that were there, right? you know, but concentration camps were basically 
where they just took advantage of the people that couldn't leave mm-hmm. and use them to their own will for labor or whatever it was. You know, if you're in a concentration camp and you're from somewhere, then wherever you were from, they now possess and they put you there. So they're like concentration camps because what? There are consumer concentration camps. And when I say that, I mean this. Guns, drugs, food, jeans, sneakers, gold chains, diamonds, TVs, fridges. Right. uh, Cars. You know, you know, we're there and then they shuffle it on in. Yep. We work in those areas. And and that's about what we do. Yeah. We we're in a well, perimeter of purchase. So the, the 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 thought or the notion of even becoming independent economically, you you it doesn't even cross your mind because you're too busy, you know, you're paying you're, you're you don't own anything, you're paying rent. Yep. Right. Yep. It's foreign to you. So it, yep. yeah, you can go to you can go to the swap meet in LA, or you can go up to Harlem. Or you can go to um, uh, the Bahamas on a fish fry on Sunday or Saturday. And all of us buy the same things. Little Nikes, little, go in all the shops. And they, and they ain't even, half of them ain't real. So a lot of it is knockoff. Yeah. So they're kind of like concentration camps for corporations. And they're also concentration camps for very, very rich systems. The jail system. The gun system. The drug system, heroin, cocaine, crystal, you know, all that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's like, you remember that they talk about the, the Atlantic slave trade triangle? Right. Yep. It's like that, but it's in the city. Yeah. Little boy, you know, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, a boy is born in a hot time, Mississippi, you know, mm-hmm. surrounded by four walls. It wasn't pretty. His parents gave him love and affection. Just to keep it strong, moving in the right direction, mm-hmm. it's just enough for the city. Yep. Just enough, just, just enough so, for so, the city. Right. So I ain't got no job, whatever, whatever. But I can, I can sell this and I can sell that. And if I could be successful doing that, you know, I could buy me a real expensive car, even some houses and stuff. Right. You know what I mean? So whoever's bringing the stuff in for me to sell is getting the bigger cut. Whoever's selling me the gun to do that, they're getting the bigger cut, right? So basically, I'm feeding the morgue. Mm-hmm. I'm feeding the jails. Mm-hmm. I'm feeding the car, car dealerships. I'm feeding um, the drug industry. Mm-hmm. I'm feeding the tennis shoe industry. I'm feeding the music industry. See what I'm saying? No. I don't have adequate education. Right. I don't even have adequate food. Right. The grocery sto- I don't even know what adequate food is. The, the grocery stores in my neighborhood um, are Vietnamese and Koreans and Chinese and stuff selling us $2 for an apple. You, you are the source for the capitalistic economy. Do you, do you see what I'm saying? victim at the same time. Yep. Right. And uh, uh, jails are an enterprise because they're privatized. Yeah. If you got a catch-up contract with jails, man, you're rich. Yep. Yeah. Yep. You know, I'm sitting here yeah, thinking, We don't have those contracts. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking, man, that the, we're fueling the system of oppression that we're in. Mm, absolutely. And we're powering it. And until we get off the hamster wheel, we're going to continue to power it. 
Right. That's why I like, like I said, you know, I like our potential. Yeah. Because we got to see it with our own eyes. Yes. When the the people ain't come out of the store with nothing but hands full of jeans and sneakers and flat screens. One thing that I want to bring up and... You see what I mean? Absolutely. As our listeners listen, if you, if you even think back to how I introduced this episode, the fact that the people we watch on TV and we listen to on the radio, we, we put them in this box, right? Yep. We think this is who they are, right? Tommy Davidson is funny, making jokes all day long. But the reality is Tommy Davidson is a black man who grew up in this country. Therefore, he has opinions and thoughts on the state of the country, the state, the past, the future. And to use the word we've used a lot today, the potential. And I think it's amazing that people will get to hear this perspective from you because perhaps it's hearing it from you that begins to open them up to the reality behind our lives every day. Yep. Heck yeah. But I think it's so (laughs) important for them to understand how you formed this perspective, right? Why it's so valuable. So, Tommy, I would love if you could just tell the listeners a little bit about your background and your history, the, the things that have happened and you have been subjected to both good and bad that brought you to who, where, and how you are today. Would you mind just sharing a little bit about your history? Um, I just think the things that I experienced um, was just an accumulation of things that we, that, that, that Blacks have experienced over the arc of history. Right. You know, and I always look for answers for, like, I grew up in the Midwest because I was left at a trash can in the South and then uh, rescued by a white woman and raised by a white family until I was five. Then I moved to Washington, D.C. And, and you literally be, mean literally left in a trash can, right? Yeah, left in the trash. Right. Yeah. And so I didn't have any real identity. Wow. You know, no one ever told me I was black and no one told me I was white. Right. The only message I got from my family was that we love you. Right. So when I got to D.C. and I found out what black and white were, both of them hated me. Right. Because they beat us up, me and my brother and my sister, they're white. And we're calling them white crackers right. and calling me white cracker lover. And I got my ass whipped right along with them. Right. You know, and that, that see, that, that reaches back to the riots that we saw where you saw black people just jumping on innocent white people who were out there protesting with them. Right. Mm-hmm. You see? And so I, I experienced racism from its core. But racism is an ism, it's not a wasm. It's something that's always going to be mm. here. Like sexism, it's always going to be here. Like materialism, it's always going to be here. You know, so it'll, it'll get better. At, we'll, we'll come to a, a better understanding of it right. as time goes. Uh, so like I said, I'm a part of an arc, you see. Yeah. And so, you know, as I grew up in Washington, D.C. and Maryland, you know, I started to you know, identify with being black. But some of the stuff that I started to identify with was identified as being black. But now that I'm, you know, now that I'm older, I realized it had nothing to do with being black. It had to do with the value systems of being black in the cities. Right. So if I was tough, beat your ass, if I can steal or whatever, if I ain't mind going to jail, like a hustle. Right. All that stuff, you know. Then I was like, I was cool. Right. If I could read really good and I made really great, great grades, you know, and I and I 
hung out with whoever, white people, Spanish people, whatever, to, to really start pursuing knowledge and stuff. I was a punk. Yeah. You know? And, I, you know, I want to be a hard guy. You know what I mean? Right. You know, they call it thug life now, or they call it, you know, that stuff. You, you seek no. the approval of those who bestow value upon you inside of that system, inside right. of that neighborhood. Exactly. You know, and that isn't, the thug life isn't something that is actually negative. Okay? Right. Let's get this straight. Right. If you come into a country where you're shunned, then the only way you can get stuff is to thug it out. Yeah. Right. Okay, but we're the only ones that have been isolated with that now. Right. See, because the thug life was the Irish, <laughs> yep. the, the Italians. Very much so. The Polish, the Jews. If I see one more Jewish gangster movie. Right. So I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be like all good with the Spielbergs and, you know, you know, hey, you guys got Apple and Disney and all this. I'm supposed to be okay with that. But then when you show a movie with your gangsters cutting people's necks off, I ain't supposed to say that you're a thug. You know, they have it both ways. Right. So, so the Godfather, you know, when that is known as a classic. It's about thugs, Italian thugs, you know, but they had to do what they had to do under the circumstances, right? Right. Kings of New York, it's about thugs right. and gangs. But those were the Irish. They had to do that. Mm -hmm. But that period had come and gone by the time we even got to a point where we can come into the downtown sectors of town, or we can even live in the main parts of the city because we couldn't even vote right. or go down to the ice cream shop or the movies. So when we finally become residents of the actual city itself, you know, we're just starting out actually. Right. Yeah. You see, they, they got to start out when they came back in World War II. Right. Yep. But they had help. Right. They had help. They still have help. The government gave, yep. gave, gave, the government started boys, the government started um, all those youth camps. The government started uh, 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 4-H club, Boys and Girls Club of America, YMCA, you know, Boys Town. They did all this stuff to get those youth out of the streets. If you watch West Side Story, you see some trifling ass white boys in games. Right. Right. It was right about that, that time. They glorified. They got them off. We uplift the hell out of them. They got them out the streets. Mm -hmm. Right. They got them out the streets, and they got them out to the suburbs. We started coming out to the suburbs till the seventies, but when I when I realized that, all I had a personal, you know, brush with the law and got locked up or that stuff, and I saw and I got exposed to black people that work for a living, and white people and, and brown people that work for a living. So my ethics started to change. My perception started to change. If your perception ain't changing, then you're going to be, my, my, my friend's perception never changed. So they end up doing long stints in, in, in jail and, and murdering each other. And they just now getting out of that. Your, your perception never changes, neither does your position. Right. So it's cool, I thought. But if, you, if, but if, if you're all about even in the score, as far as your society goes within this society, then putting someone six feet in the ground is kind of like, that's kind of like a little bit horrifying to be saying. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, I put you six feet ground. You know what I'm saying? You know, I'll kill you, in other words. Yeah. I, 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 I put a bullet in your mama head. You know, and it's cool. You know, you know, 
your your your, uh, your daughter's tried up in the Brooklyn basement, you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, I got my Nita in the car. I got my Nita in the trunk, you know. Yeah. And I ain't saying, yo, I ain't got nothing against you, but you know, you draw your boundary and say, hey, you ain't got this color, you ain't got this color, don't come over here, and I don't. Right. So, but what I'm saying is, let me say what I need to say. Like, you want to say to my black youth, you want to say, I got my Nina in the trunk. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I got, I'm boiling two at the same time. You know what I mean? Right. I got a swimming pool of liquor going to dive in it. You know, you want to say all that. And I ain't saying don't. <laughs> I'm not saying don't do that. Yeah. But don't get mad at me if I ain't saying that. Right. Let, let me have my own personal expression and interpretation of yeah. what's around me. And your, your, yeah. your ability to, to tell a story is amazing. I, mean, look what I, was, we got. I was just sitting here just in awe listening. Yeah, I, I had to follow I mean, look what it. we got. Look what we got. Uh, let's see. Um, <laughs> I'm thinking, look, swimming pool full uh, of liquor uh, and I dive. Don't in. dive in it. Yeah. yeah. Crazy. Yeah. So, so it's cool, man. Yep. And that sounds like a great weekend in, 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 in Vegas. Right. But from Monday to Friday, come on now. You know what I mean? You're going to be drunk from Monday to Friday? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you you can hang out with the recording artists from Monday to Friday, but then when you gonna pay your rent, your your mortgage? And stuff. All right. When you get when you, you know? get out that pool of liquor, you still got shit to do. Right. But I, I I don't know. They just get they get both of them to themselves. Okay. So uh, Menace to Society, Boys in the Hood, you know all those movies, and then Eminem living in the trailer park, and his movies seem like it's better than all the rest of them. Man, he shoot right. to the top, make the most money. He shoot right to the top. Make make a whole lot of money, work with Dre and all that. I'm not saying, man, let him have it. I'm just saying that's like an anomaly. That movie is more like Rocky, right? You know what I mean, right? It doesn't really play yeah, out in that, real time. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, the the the, the, the hip hop culture is not going to be, you know, rallying around a white boy at the beginning. In the beginning, he can rap his way to the top, but he ain't going to be on his dick from the start, right? So they get it both ways. They get to be the hero and the villain. At the same time. At the same time. Like, you know, uh, it's just it's just like, it's like, dang. You know, there was a movie about, I watched the other night with Kevin Costner, and there, and there was a white woman who could have went to Yale and could have went to here, and could have went to there, but she chose to be a gambler and a poker. She set up poker games. And she ended up getting a lot of time for that. Right. You know? And she said, then they and, and her black lawyer got her off. Yeah, Molly's game. Okay. Right. Her black lawyer got her off. And she said, nah, I don't want to be off. I want to go to jail. And then her, her lawyer dad came and said, I'm sorry for the dad that I've been. You know what I mean? And 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 even though I cheated on your mom. And she said, Well, she never said, Well, that wasn't good. She said, I forgive you. Right? on a park bench. They never showed the mom again and how her life is because the guy is a successful attorney, right? Mm -hmm. And then she just refuses and goes and does her three years. So she gets to be the hero no matter what. Right. And it's illegal to gamble. 
there's there's a there's a definitive privilege. How's she gonna go to jail and be the hero? Right. In the world, look at her as a hero. Look, she's an Olympic skier. She is a Harvard grad, and she's the best prisoner ever. (laughs) Best prisoner ever. Wow. We could we could never have that type of duality of of of, of roles as, as black like, people, God, right? I, never. Mm-mm. I'm just like, come on, it's like it's like it's like it's like watching being a pretzel man. Somebody say, man, look at that daggone sirloin steak. It's gonna taste good, ain't it? You know? <laughs> right. And and the person biting into it black like, man, it's the best steak ever. Right. They they, right. they can play on both sides. We can't even have a mistake. What? On, yeah. on either side. Right. Right. What? Tommy, man. It's, but the irony is that we can, because we have. See that when I say I, I like our potential, I'm talking about where we started. Yeah. See. Uh, yep. If we end up where we started, if we would take the Black Panther arc and make Zamunda real Africa, we got something. What you saying? That's the it. Real Zamunda, real Wakanda. If it wasn't, just, yeah. If it wasn't just this place, you know, mm-hmm. this fantasy, this, this. You know, I, lo- I love this concept of fantasy of, of this place in the world. This place in the world that, you know, where everything was okay, you know, Samunda. You know? So, so let's play off of that. So from a vision or, or a potential visionary standpoint, right, do you think that is in the realm of possibility or is that something that you think a good question. we actually need to really seriously consider as as a people, I, I think it's I think it's I think it's we need to not consider we need to take actions, and when I say potential, it's because of the reality. Ah, uh, yes, sir. You see, yep, yeah, yeah, okay. But you gotta understand that studying who we are will show you our realities, right? Okay. What nation is all over the world besides the Ram nation? Ram nation of gypsies. That's the only nation that's all around the world. Right. They're, they're in Greece, they're in Europe, they're in America, they're everywhere. What nation is everywhere around the world besides the Ram? Africans. Absolutely true. We are everywhere. Right. We're not the only ones. Filipinos are, East Indians are, definitely. But yeah. we're in certain parts of the world as citizens in numbers. Yeah. Four million alone were dropped into Brazil. Mm. That's three times that much now. So we're not only in South America. We're in the Caribbean. We're in North America, Canada, and America. Mm-hmm. We're in France. We're in all the European countries. Yep. France. Keep going. We're in Asia. You know, thanks to the military. Right. We're, we're yep. in uh, <laughs> Thanks to the military. We're all throughout Europe. Yep. We're all throughout we're all throughout um, the Arab world yeah. because we had already been there anyway. So we're a global, global presence. The reason why we are global is because of an economical mobilization of progress by Europeans. Mm-hmm. When I say I like our, I like our chances. I love our potential. Yeah, because we have the internet. Satellites sit on top of the whole world. We got computers. We got resources. The hell else can you ask for? Now all we need is to suppress this confusion and work in accordance with each other, with strategies, and mobilize. We mobilize for our own gains and not feel bad about it. 
that's that's a big key. Not feel bad about it. China moves for their own gains. They sure do. They don't give a fuck. And 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 they don't. They're not. They're not like. You know, they'll tell you, well, they're doing this and they're doing that, but they won't say they hate them. You know, the the the, the other groups move on their whole thing. Just notice when we do it, or when we attempt to do it, it's like pock. You know, all eyes on me. It's like, damn, man, now give me a break. What the hell is going on in Cuba? Don't give up nothing. Why are you screaming on them? Mm-hmm. Why don't give them nothing? You mean you can actually legally, you know, with 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 um, the UN and everybody looking, you can actually do an embargo that keeps food from going to an actual country that exists in this world. What's the reason why? Because the majority, the majority of of, of Cubans look like me and you, right? They do, but it's their own country, right? When I say it's their own country, they they have their own economic, they do freedom, freedom. agenda. Yep, yeah, yep, they sure do. Now, America does too, thanks to 1776, according to them, right? So why are you mad at them? Ah, mm-hmm. I like I like that. You see what I mean? I see exactly where you're going. Right, and see, Methodical. see that? Oh man, they would attack me all kind of ways. You know, they'd be attacking me. Oh, you communist now, and you this now, and I'm like, nah. Of I'm course black, not. Man. Right. I'm black, man. I'm not communist, capitalist. I ain't, I ain't um, Democrat or Republican. I have to embrace each and every one of those mm-hmm. to even survive. Mm-hmm. Damn. You've got to speak fluently in all those languages. I got to be able to do business with all of them. Absolutely. When they get to pulling out guns, I better pick a side somewhere. Because mm-hmm. I, I don't know where the Global African Air Force is. <laughs> I don't know where the Global African Air Force is. Oh man! <laughs> right. Oh, I better pick size and fast, mm-hmm. and hopefully the and right size. The well, the, the, well, you, it's hard to tell because this one say, "I I got you back if you come with me," and this one say, "I got you back and you come with me." I got you back if you come with me, and are we going? Well, hell, ain't none of y'all have my back. Like, like really? Right. Yes, yeah, yesterday, right. nobody had my, my back. Ain't none of y'all have my. I gotta be Amos and Andy. I know ain't none of y'all have my back, but I know I better duck. You know? So, you know what I mean? I mean really, every one of y'all is on my back. Right. Right. And that's not something, that's not something that makes me a bad person to express that because white people express right. it. Absolutely. Right. They've built systems for that's it. That's what's coming up now. Right. See? I mean, you are going to surprise the hell out of our listening audience with this one, brother. No. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm literally just, this is probably the least we've ever talked. I'm just listening. Yeah. But Tommy, brother, I want to be respectful of time, and I want to make sure. Dang. <laughs> Look, I want to make sure <laughs> that we get a chance to talk about your book just a little bit. I, don't even, I can't even form the question, right? You have come through with so much information, so much, so many stories related to the life that you've led and the way you perceive the world around you, and you were able to break them down in such a simple way so that they made absolute sense and were comprehensible to the people listening. Is your book the same way? Is your book this powerful? That's why I'm like, why ain't anybody reading it? Like, <laughs> like I, you know, <laughs> I, I'm like, man, I'm like, come on, man. You know, uh, because, yeah, because feedback and dialogue 
well, 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 I put it there for that so we can grow. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing, it's nothing like, you know, it's nothing any more special than any other index of truth. Right. You know, it, 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 it holds the same potential. If you read it and you use it, it only works like that. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, bulldozer. You know, if you never had one, you can okay. You can't see what it does exactly, and it look like this thing that people are just riding on. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, I haven't got a call from anyone of my peers about the book. Mm. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludacris. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. You know, um... I haven't got a call. I've got a call from some of my peers, but not my direct peers. Right. People that are in the book. Right. You know, people that are in the book. Hmm. Who ain't in my book? Why do you think that is? Hallie in my book. Jennifer in my book. Puffy in my book. Rock in my book. Uh, 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 Cedric in my book. Bellamy. Everybody's in my book. Hmm. I am my book. Why do you think that is? Why do you think you haven't heard from any of them? I don't know. It probably it ain't no negative reason. I just haven't. Right. You know, I'm just stating the fact. You know, I'm just saying it would be it would be kind of nice. Right. Yeah. Because in there is a lot of stuff that we all experienced together. Right. You know, mm. I I get a kick out of I get a kick out of seeing someone and just being able to go and ask them something. Man, how was it working with that director? Right. Man, I always wanted to work with him. And I'd be, I'd be eating smoke. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> 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 I'll be like, I thought we had it like that because you was asking me some stuff before you got your movie, you know? Right. Like the, the mm-hmm. thing that comes to mind for me is talking to you today, it's, it's obvious that you are intentional with your words and, and you're strategic with your thought. And I can only make the assumption that in putting this book together, you had a real vision and a, and a purpose, right? So in releasing it, what is your hope and expectation for what it does? I want the reader to be able to use examples from my life and my life's journey right. in ways that they will help them with theirs. So what I tried to do in that book was I tried to put all of the things that people taught me at certain parts of my life and lessons that I learned in certain corners that I was turning, you know, addiction, relationships, parenting, street trap, you know what I mean? Hollywood or higher education, race, the labor, uh, depression, um, and don't go with, you know, depression is so loud. Right. It's just one of the things that everybody goes Right, absolutely. Uh, 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 depression, fear, mm-hmm. jealousy, uh, envy, what that can do. Right. Um, 
what um, greed can do, right. what materialism can do. But you've experienced all these feelings and emotions that connect you and to all and, these and, folks. And experiences, yeah. yeah. And, and just was able to put that in and then just put what was important to me right. at the end. What do you want people listening today to, to go, to do, think, and act after hearing you? To go with love right. and go with conviction to learn about what you've heard. Right. You know, follow the breadcrumbs. Right. Follow, follow what you hear. Follow through for yourselves and for others. Yeah. The people that went out there with us that weren't black weren't going out there because they don't care what black is. They went out there because they do. Right. Mm-hmm. The people that went out there, the people that went out there that weren't black, went out there because they believe exactly the things, the same thing that we believe. See? Right. They believe that all people are equal. They really believe that. Yeah. It's in the best interest of everyone, of a small group of ultra rich for us to be in disarray. Right. Right. So that no one will ask them to give a little bit of what they have Mm -hmm. because all of them have enough for like a hundred lifetimes to give a little bit of that back to the people here who don't have nothing and our earth that needs it so much. Mm. Mm. Like what you going to kill the last tiger and you know it. That don't bother you. That don't bother you that you got enough for a hundred lifetimes and people ain't got, can't even eat today. Yeah. And all you got to do is write a check. It should burn a hole in your heart and mind realizing that. At the same, like simultaneously, it should do that. Absolutely. It, it ain't going to do nothing. It's, mm-hmm. What I'm thinking is going, it, it, it does what it do. Yeah, absolutely. exactly. It does what it do. They even had to, they even had to unbury our asses after 4,000 years. Mm. We were, we were gone so long, they didn't even know our language. They, they ran out there in the desert, and they had to decode that stuff so fast. The French and the British went to them, their yeah, pyramids, pyramids, and went yep. to all that stuff, and they decoded that stuff as fast as they could because they said, whoever these people were, mm-hmm. whoa, we need it. <laughs> we need to know what they knew. We need to know We this. heard about them in the Bible, but we ain't never seen them because they was under the sand that long. We was under the sand that long. Yeah. You know, because we aren't, we aren't, it's because we African don't mean that we ain't susceptible to greed, susceptible to all the same things that these clowns are. Now. Right. We just had a nice, good 400-year walk with the experience of having nothing. Yeah. Hmm. And we got something out of it. My buddy's friend took me to Tulsa, Oklahoma. His, his grandmother answered the door and I went to go in. She stopped him at the door. She said, give it to me. I was like, what's she talking about? She's 90. Couldn't always talk shit. Give it to me. Mm-hmm. And he did his Easter recital to her right then and there. Wow. Now, that was, that's the place that got burned down now, ain't it? Yes, it is. Yeah. Like was. All right, now, let's 1921. go. 1921. Yep, let's go. Let's go. Like they say in the NFL. Dominate on three. One, two, two. Dominate! 
Boy, you, you got me you got me hyped up. I said shit. So they say in the league, right. they, 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 So that's what I'm saying. We work hard, work hard to be here. Uh, w-O-3, one, two, three, dollar. You crazy? You have laid it down today. I even though I opened up talking about make sure we don't put our celebrities in a box, make sure we allow them room to be human, to be men, to be women, to be black. I I'm even surprised, right? No, knowing coming into this much more about who you were just for my research. Brother, mm-hmm. I can't thank you enough for the way you laid this out today. It was beautiful. Hey. It was informational. It was clear. You took complex theories and situations and you broke them down to plain, simple, right. understandable, bite-sized English. And I love it, man. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, and thank you. And I'm saying continue to dominate. See? Yeah, 100%. Those people that are, those people that are saying that are already in the league, they're already pros. See, hmm, yeah. so you can you trying to tell me we don't dominate hip hop? We dominate everything. You don't tell right. me we don't dominate fashion, sports, everything. You don't tell me we don't dominate in the medicine Entertainment. world. You don't tell me that we don't dominate in building and architecture. You don't tell me that we don't dominate in in in, in that we don't dominate in, in, in military. Yeah, we're still looking for approval. And we're colonels dominate. and majors, and, and and you know what I'm yeah. saying. But the last two and a half years or whatever, however long this term has been, they've just been, you know, if you, take a, if you take a glass of water and put a drop of ink in it and then hand it to me and say, drink it, I'll beat your ass. Well, see, you can't see it. Mm. Yeah, but it's in there. Mm-hmm. And you know it. Why would you do that? Mm-hmm. Right. And with a smile, try to get me to drink it. Brother, you had, and you got, you got some I information. Like, I don't on like it. that. But brother, at the at the end of every episode, mm. man, we we love to close it up with the guests giving up. Probably talk three hours. <laughs> <laughs> you are good, man. This is golden. But we we love to just give the mic over to our guests, let them say a few closing words, and and, and definitely let them know how to follow you, where to get the book. Like, just talk to the people just a little bit more. And man, no, we appreciate you. Well, here's what I like. One of the things I really like to say, you know. Um, especially for us, I think it's a good time for us to stop talking about what the white man did. Mm-hmm. He doing that, now he doing this, now he doing this, now he doing that. You know, he's sitting back going, why are you telling me what I did? I did it. I already know what I did. And as long as we talked about what he t- did, we ain't, we ain't changing yeah. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you telling me, who is, who is this nigga telling me what I did? I did it. Okay. I know that I rubbed my hand on your head and put my foot in your ass. Mm-hmm. Why are you telling me? Unless you want me to do it again. Mm. You don't need no more information about what he did. You know he did. What we going to do? Right. Because yep. he's sitting back going, let's talk about me again. I did it. I know that I pushed you down a case of stairs and then made you put on lipstick. Why are you telling me? Unless you want me to do it again. Yep. And that ain't hate. I'm showing kindness and compassion for my fellow man because no one should be treated like that. It's not okay to continue to treat us like that. It's not okay to treat anyone like that. We have to show that in our behaviors and show that. And we have, because if we hadn't, every day would be like them riots. And we're not like that. 
And one of the reasons why we're not like that is because we went 400 years with nothing, mm. with a heel on our neck. And so, and if we were like that, then every day of them 400 days would have been riots like you've seen the other day. And we don't do that. Mm. We've been pushing the corner where we've had to do it, but we only did it when we had to. Right. My book, my book, my book, Living in Color, all you got to do is simply go to Amazon and get that. Um, I, I'm IG, I'm the real Tommy Cat. You can catch me, um, TommyGigson.net. That goes into everything that I do, you know, the Twitter and everything. And I kind of, I kind of, um, I've been creating a lot of good stuff, you know, and, and just look out for it. And if you see me, you got something to say, say it. Because then we can talk. Well, brother, I have appreciated this more than you can imagine. I'm blessed to have some conversation with some amazing people. And, and I can be very honest. Listening to you is, is one of the best. Like anytime I can just be quiet and listen and learn and get value, that's a great moment. I'm a teacher, but I'm a student more. And thank you for laying it out the way you did. I truly appreciate it. I'm going to pump the shit out of this episode. Man, thank you for, for the opportunity. Okay? Absolutely. Brother, sure. you be easy. Have a great, great, great day. And thank you so much. You got it, man. Love you guys. Take care of yourselves during this daggone time. And I'll see you when I'm posted. Amen. You know it. Amen. That's it, brother. All right, bro. Have a good one. Good show. All right. Later. Keep doing that. All right. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.